Hi there, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today we are on episode 5, and we're just going to kick off with our off-topic segment, which is our top 3 machine or barbell lifts, and why. Um... Yeah, so my top three are probably going to be fairly bland because I've only really trained in our gym for the past six years and that only has barbells and dumbbells. So um, I think my number one is deadlift. It It's kind of like a boring answer, but I really like deadlifting. I really enjoy it. From a personal point, I've always been quite good at it or better at it than everything else um and i just love the kind of base concept of getting really good at picking heavy things off the floor uh, that's number one number two is another kind of probably stereotypical one of squat i again really love squatting um when i can and when i'm healthy and again sitting down and standing up is fairly based to what we kind of do in general and being able to do it with a lot of weight is class. And then I might get a lot of hate for this last one, but I think my third favorite one is split squats because they just destroy my legs. And yeah, I am a bit weird and enjoy that fact. So that's my three. That's fair. I do like the the dead deadlifting could essentially just be the entire summary of resistance training as like a an activity of like what what is the kind of summary goal of the entire endeavor. It's like, ah, pick, yeah. pick things up. <laughs> yep. Pick up any Pick things up, put them down. Yeah. Although, just in hindsight, it's probably a reason my bench is so terrible, because my top three favourite lifts are legs, legs, and legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's unsurprising. It's unsurprising. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> I think mine would definitely be... I think if I had to go machines, a hack squat, is honestly a revolutionary bit of kit. I had not used one up until extremely recently, and it pretty much... I think if I had the option, I would literally only ever do mostly hack squats again. And just especially for higher rep work, it's just I find it so much better for getting my quads than a freestanding squat. I could get, like, you can kind of get the mileage done with a freestand squat, but it's just so much more efficient for targeting quads and not having to worry about balance, positioning, how my back feels, like, all that stuff. Because you essentially just lock into a decline slope kind of seat thing, or maybe like an overhead thing. I always think about it like those roller coaster seats that go over your head. It's like one of those, and you could just load plates on it and squat. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, I've used one before a while ago back at the the OG results back up on Aberdeen. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I really liked it there, but just haven't used it in God, six, seven years. So Yeah, it's good. A hack squat, definitely up there on machines. Uh, I really like a chest-supported row. Again, because it just... It gives you the the opportunity to do some kind of funky technical things that you can't really do so much with freestanding rows, and yeah, can really destroy your back. 
I also like. What else do I like? Um, I'm pretty partial to. I feel like I quite like I quite like cable, like a cable rig, mainly because you could just do so much with it. Like I genuinely think it is one of the more versatile bits of kit that goes a bit underrated. It's not quite a squat rack, but it's pretty close. Um, in terms of barbell lifts. Deadlift is another one for me, probably. Again, historically, my best lift in the total by a long way. Um, yeah. It is just very... It's Again, and it, the, it was the kind of first lift wherever I got to... It was the first lift where I got to load, like, four, four plates on a side and pick it up. So you start to almost look like those cartoonish posters of people picking up barbells that bend in the middle. And that, for me, was just, like, sold. Yeah, I totally agree. Same for me as well. First one, <laughs> where you get four plates aside, and it you, you actually, I feel, start be like, yeah, I I'm maybe all right at this. And yeah, then, yeah, it's like the buy-in. Like once you hit that yeah. point, you're like, actually, yeah, like I could kind of, I could kind of do this. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. The um, second one's definitely bench, cause even though it might not have outtotaled my squat, I just like training it way more. I do, I, have, I have literally to this day touch wood never had any issues along the way that have mean i cannot bench press that aren't yeah. just like i broke my hand in a contact sport or i broke like a finger or something and it means yeah. i can't really grip the bar like there have been i've just been able to bench universally forever which is good also it's a nice lie down like it's nice and simple you could like it's pretty much rehab it's great you can just lie on the you can lie on the bench on the floor just sit and work out. Like, it's great. Sitting back up at the end is the hard bit, though. Uh, it's sitting back up is the hard bit. Last one, probably chin-ups or pull-ups. I know it's not really a barbell, technically, but it's definitely a, it's definitely a fave. I love uh I really enjoy doing pull-ups. Uh, again, I remember getting my first one as somebody who was a very, a very scrawny teenager getting the ability to pull your own weight upwards like i mean everyone let's be fair everyone pretends it's the edge of a helicopter and they're in an action movie it's not just a bar in a gym <laughs> yeah 100 percent. i do think that as well yeah your first pull-up's like pretty huge for um everyone really i don't know anyone that's like it's very rare that someone can just walk in having never done any form of resistance training and just bash out some pull-ups yeah um but that it's was usually uh, like quite a difficult one for people. So, but yeah, so I, I remember that it was it was very cool. I enjoyed it. I still enjoy chin ups to this day. It's one of the things I've done the most of, especially because it's just so easy. You just don't. You literally need like, again, like push ups. You just need somewhere. Yeah. In this case, you need pretty much. You can do it with a door frame, depending on how thick the frame is and how sturdy you feel the construction is. Um, and how good your grip is. Yeah. But, but like, yeah, I agree. You don't need. You, just something it's like anything that you can kind of hang off and yeah you, it also weight. starts this weird fascination that when you're out and about like literally anywhere if you see a ledge that is above head height you're just like you could probably chin up on that like maybe you could chin up on that and then yeah. it, it, inevitably like walking under scaffolding is pretty oh, much yeah. an invitation to attempt a little bit of a jump <laughs> and then a chin up the uh but yeah that would be mine and it kind of starts up as we usually try and do we are segueing into our actual topic which is is there any difference between machines and barbells in the gym i imagine i believe this was actually asked um 
on the back of our first podcast as a topic suggestion. Oh, nice. Which is pretty cool. Uh, and I mean, the short answer is yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that <clears throat> there can be a huge difference for like, there's lots of specific benefits of machines, but I think one of my biggest differences with machines is like the barrier to entry of doing the exercise is like pretty low. Oh like yeah. You can just walk onto a machine, like say a hamstring curl, you just walk up and it's like, oh I do this. You just sit on it and crack on and off you go. Whereas trying to being like, okay, Romanian deadlifts, how do I do them? And yeah, there's yeah. like a lot a lot going on. Yeah, I don't think see I I thought of this as like I, I also thought of this point being like no one ever talks about that, but obviously fucking we're obviously on the same page. The um because most of them even have like pictures and stuff on them, if I recall from when I was last in like a commercial gym, yeah. which to be fair and... was about ten years ago. But they used to have like the little the little gadget like demoing kind of how the machine yeah. works. I think some of them either even have like screens and videos and stuff now rather than just damn so again this shows our age and how long it's been since we've been in a commercial gym yeah but like yeah it, it's a lot of them are just very, you can do one maybe two things on them which means they're very limited in what you can do with each bit of kit but it's super simple and the barrier to entry is you being there yeah and like they only really move in one or two directions like there is really you, you physically can't move it almost in the wrong way yeah, yeah. Like, your chances of like screwing it up and maybe hurting yourself because you have no idea what you're doing is literally zero because they only move in like two directions. Yeah, so def- definitely for folk who are starting at the gym or maybe not super confident and they just want to, especially because, I mean, there's always the pattern of the free weight section is intimidating. But then again, last time we were really in a free weight section of a commercial gym, it, it pretty much wasn't a free weight section. It was like, yeah. it was a dumbbell rack and a bench and that was yeah. about it um way back in the day but yeah i can see how it would be uh it would be pretty intimidating regardless of who you are if you there's that kind of discomfort of knowing that you are like the new person yeah but then i feel as well my experience of a lot of like gyms with a free weight section and a machine section is like there's always a group of people in the free weight section that all seem to know each other Mm-hmm. and like i can see how that's intimidating from the outside because it's like oh well they all know each other and like no, i can't really go in but like ironically it's like the other way around because there are a group of people that just know each other because they use the free weights four times a week yeah they probably they know they, each other because they all train at the same time yeah like back up in aberdeen like there was guys there i knew that i never have spoken to outside of the gym but mm-hmm. i was there for like four times a week, two hours a day kind of thing. Yeah. An hour and a half. And then, yeah, you get this like little group of people, but they're all like super happy to help. So if you are looking at that and that sounds like you, definitely just go and ask them because they'll be more than happy to help you. Mm. There's also the difference between, I guess, uh, the kind of inherent stability of each in the machines are pretty much stabilized for you. Yeah. Whereas free weights and barbells and stuff, you have to kind of stabilize yourself. Some people, I mean, there's benefits to each for people looking to maximize hypertrophy and physique kind of goals. It can be good to mix in a bit of both because 
sometimes, kind of like I just talked about with my squat actually, sometimes you can do the free weight exercise, in my case a squat, and you can kind of get the target muscle being quads, but sometimes there's just a bunch of other stuff going on that kind of has to go on for you to, I mean in the case of the squat, remain standing and not fall over, that might get in the way of it being as good a stimulus for your quads as it could be, whereas on the, the hack squat, it kind of removes all of those things that kind of that take up your kind of headspace and physical resources and just let you mess up your quads as as much as you physically can. Yeah, I feel like I've always struggled to like hit my quads quite hard on squat because it's not like the limiting factor. My squat is not my quad strength, right? Mm. Um, whereas yeah on hat squat you can literally just focus on destroying them and also there's something nice about i think once you've been training for a while as well about just going to a machine and just destroying yourself on it and mm -hmm. not really having to think about much else apart from like just putting a lot of hard work in whereas yeah. the squat and barbell stuff you've obviously got to think about what you're doing or oh, it sounds stupid but like you've got to think about like oh my feet in the right position my brace like oh, like there's so many different things to it whereas with machines you're just like okay uh just push real hard with quads yeah like the the kind of technical headspace that needs yeah the yeah the technical headspace allocation is a lot less because as much as there is efficient and inefficient technique and ways to use machines and barbell lifts the requirements or the total amount of things are a lot less on machines because they take away a bunch of the stuff you need to think about. Yeah. The um there are definite downsides. Um machines are not made well, they're all created differently. Some machines are very much better than others. Um some are very much not adjustable and if you are someone who's at kind of either end of average in any kind of category, you might struggle to find certain machines that will work for you. For example, if you have quite long arms, certain chest presses might not adjust in a way that you find is good for hitting your chest or just comfortable. Like it might just push you in certain ways to the point where you're like, this is just painful. Like this isn't even hitting the muscle. This just makes my shoulder or elbow just feel really bad. Yeah, I found most for me, for some unknown reason, most like seated hamstring curl machines were just awkward as hell and didn't sit right anywhere. Mm. Whereas like a lying hamstring curl machine traditionally was always really good. It's just just a weird thing about machines that sometimes the way they set them up just doesn't. Yeah, you end up with a pad like either either barely touching the bottom of your shoe or like halfway up your calf and absolutely nothing in between. Yeah, or like I'd sometimes have like the top one like on the top of my like kneecap, my patella, and mm -hmm. I'm like, well, this this isn't overly helpful. Oh uh, uh, yeah, 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 because the seat doesn't adjust, so you're just kind of yeah. fucking, you're just kind of stuck with it. Yeah. Um, there's definitely things you can play about with. Speaking of hamstring machines, one thing I found uh, using a machine that was very good was, for example, taking one of those kind of squishy yoga pads, like the things that you put like under your tailbone and stuff for doing sit-ups. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You essentially take one of those again very thin squishy and you chuck it uh, underneath your knees 
uh, on a hamstring machine, which kind of spreads out the pressure of the pad a bit more, but also puts you, because it's just a little thick, it'll put you into like a bit more extension, like pretty much into your terminal extension. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that cool. destroyed. I did like two sets of lying hamstring curls, and like halfway through the second, I was like, why is this so hard? <laughs> like, why <laughs> do I suck so much at this? And then after two sets, I was like, I'm done. Like, I am gassed. Yeah. And just hamstrings are finished. Oh, they literally they were sore for like two or three days afterwards. I was like, that was awful. And I've it, it wasn't just because I'd never used the machine before. I'd used it plenty. Yeah. It was just uh, or on occasion when I was up in Aberdeen. But I was just like, what is this? But I saw the someone using it where you can again just increase your range of motion, which is a really good thing to be looking to do if you are looking to grow hella muscle. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just tried that one little thing, and I was like, "Oh my days!" Like this wrecked me. <laughs> I think um, the um, one potential downside of machines, or perhaps you could definitely be over leaning or over committed to using machines, which you will probably not develop a whole bunch of those smaller kind of stability muscles, which can lead to some funky problems dysfunctions later on yeah um and i think the versatility of barbell work is like unbelievable like we're talking about a lot a lot there has to be a lot of workarounds on machines for people's different body types of like machines just don't fit everyone right Mm. whereas the barbell they kind of fit everyone because you just have to on a squat for example you just move your feet to where it's comfortable and where it gives you good squat technique there's no like machine to work around it's just you yeah, you just get to organize however you want. And as yeah. much as it's harder in the start because you have to figure all that stuff out, I mean, number one, if you work with a professional like a coach or a PT, you can get that sorted out a lot quicker. Yeah. If you're by yourself, I highly encourage you to film stuff. And again, going by feel is completely good, where if you have your toes kind of under, if you have your feet kind of under your shoulders and your toes on skis, like looking like a number 11, and you're like, wow, like this actually kind of just hurts my knees a bit but you take your feet slightly out turn your toes out and you're like oh no knees are fine probably go with that one yeah i kind of feel like with barros nine times out of ten right you're almost out with like injuries and stuff people are if you just go by feel you're like your body's pretty good at telling you which is good and which isn't yeah like the the, the ones where you could feel like a muscle burn and not any kind of feels like someone's sandpapering your joints from the inside it's probably yeah. it's probably the first one like yeah. if the other if there's any other ever kind of like severe discomfort pain or anything kicking up you should probably not do that technique or that machine or that lift whatever it is without some professional guidance as to why might that be happening yeah um but yeah i feel like we were almost very pro machine there over barbell but I mean, we are probably bigger fans of barbells than machines. Yeah, I just think that's. I, I think that's probably that was probably going to be what the expected outcome was. That everyone's going to be like, these guys don't have a single machine in their gym. They're going to just be hella barbell. But it's like, ah, there's pretty, there's really good points for both, and there are bad yeah, points for both. And I think we would possibly have quite a decent amount of uh, machines in the gym, but like, oh yeah, given infinite well, space and money. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, a machines are probably more expensive than the expensive squat racks we have well they mm-hmm. are um and then also the space 
Oh yeah. And how many of them you need? It's like you we have two squat racks and you can do anything in them. Whereas having you couldn't have like four machines and do the same amount of stuff. Yeah, you can't chest press on a hack squat, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, cool. We shall see you next time folks for episode six.